0: You're listening to What's the Rumpus? Shh, Geeks in progress.
1: Our webpage is whatstherumpuspodcast.com, where you can listen to episodes or join in the off-air discussion in the forums. Our theme music is Better Nation by Curious Hands, which can be found at podsafeaudio.com. Submit and vote for stories at com. That's R-E-D-D-I-T dot com. Welcome to another
0: episode of What's the Rumpus? I'm Adrian Hanna. Okay, I'm Charles <laughs> Temple. Charles Thomas. <laughs> I suppose Temple comes before
1: Thomas. <laughs> It's so fun having having a new person on because they
0: don't know when to go. Oh my God! Why is there so much echo? And shockingly few stories to talk about. I'm just opening the links email for the first time because prepping is for suckers. That's a salesman. So,
1: quick announcement to start with. uh, This will be the last uh, podcast for the holiday season. We will not be podcasting next week or the week after.
0: I like that the announcement is to the hosts as well.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just so everyone knows. Yeah, you got to keep people up on shit. Well, we'll still have
1: episodes, but we won't actually be doing it live. It's going to be pre-recorded uh, bloopers episodes because those are always fun.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, they're good to drink too. Yes, indeed.
1: Drink what's the rumpus? Is best rumpus. Ooh, <laughs> does such a game exist?
0: Uh, yeah, but I forget the rules. <laughs> I wonder why that is.
2: <laughs> so it's like Calvin Ball, kind of. Oh
0: man, that sounds way better now. <laughs>
2: All my drinking games turn into Calvin Ball-esque drinking games.
1: Those are the best drinking games.
2: Alrighty,
1: let's uh, let's do this thing. Uh, the Pirate Bay is the world's most efficient public library. B- library? Li- Your face is red <laughs> like a strawberry. <laughs> So, so the basically, uh, this is an article from some website that I've never heard of before uh, that discusses how uh, the the Pirate Bay is just like a public li- library. I can't say it now because I thinking too much about it. Library. <laughs> Uh, so it, basically, they're saying it's, what they say is you know you have essentially uh, copyrighted you you have copyrighted material. You are taking that copyrighted material and uh, putting it in a place that uh, the general public has access to it and can can view it without paying any licensing fee or anything to the uh, original copyright holders. Uh, you go in, you look at it, and then. You know, basically, you're done with it. Uh, but the difference that whether and so it, it's the same whether you're looking at a public library or at a BitTorrent site. And the um, basically, it's like uh, uh, hand flapping gestures and stuff. Uh, it's what? <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it, I really that wasn't would up here. Say. Um, so the, the only difference is that, like with a public library, in order to get access to those copyrighted materials, you actually have to actually go and uh, down to the library, the physical location, and get access to the physical object, which you then have to return to the physical location. And there's only a limited number of. Uh, physical objects that you can take, so if somebody has already uh, pulled out the movie that you wanted to watch or the book that you wanted to read, then you have to wait until it gets back before you can check it out. So, basically, all that, that BitTorrenting is is a, a more efficient version of a public
0: library. I said it right that time. Yay. Because you can check out an infinite number at a time? Yeah. Check out.
1: Well, that, and you don't have to go anywhere, and you don't have to do any weird lookups in the dual, de- dual decimal system. The what is work- wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's it's cottonmouth. It happens.
1: I just haven't had enough to drink yet. That must be the uh, the thing. So I you solve So you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to use the uh, screwball Dewey Decimal system and find out whether or not the thing is checked out or not or anything with BitTorrent. You just go type in something into the search bar, and then if it's there, you pull a copy of it down and do it with it as you will.
0: That's actually like that's. This is the first I've heard something like this, but it makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, I um, I it, it uh it's something i would never would have thought about but now that i now that someone pointed it out you it's like you can't unsee it
2: <laughs> the glasses like close how do libraries buy shit in the first place? Like, do they actually like buy books or something? Or they
1: they usually have an endowment of some kind that they get uh, that they have just money to to purchase new books, or they get books uh, donated to them, or media in general. They could get magazines or uh, videos or whatever just from from the from the general public donating or from paying for it through some kind of endowment.
2: So um, the the so authors are things like that. Uh. Go ahead, Charlie. How do... So, like, like tax levies, like, saying, like, this millage for tax purposes is for, like, a library uh, access and, like, does that money theoretically just go to, like, fund operations, like, general operations then?
1: It's, like, general operations and, and like, purchasing new new material for the library.
2: Oh, well, I suppose if you just an endowment for BitTorrent, then yeah that would totally be awesome not have to deal with any library cards or old bitches at the library being like you're two weeks overdue on this book (laughs) (laughs) or or, and Colin probably knows some of these people those crazy asses in the campus library oh my gosh not naming names but I so want to name names
0: I like the face Yeah, I didn't know that this existed, but I'm going to leave it on forever now.
1: (laughs) Anyway, moving on. 25 GPU cluster cracks every standard Windows password in less than six hours. Yeah, so uh, somebody figured out a way to... um, There's actually a a, uh, virtualization package that you can use for... um, uh, a cluster, like like a uh, computer cluster, that uh, that all that's specifically designed to optimize uh, GPU usage. So you can uh, hook up a bunch of uh, machines with GPUs in it, and it treats those GPUs as if they were all on one machine, uh, which allows you to run something like uh, like some kind of hashing hashcat software. Uh, that will allow you to then, uh, basically they got this thing hooked up with, uh, with 25 AMD Radeon graphics cards. That, uh, and that coupled with the, uh, this, this virtualization software that they're, that they're using, they were able to get upwards of 350 billion guesses per second uh, for a password cracker. Um, which basically took about just uh, just under six hours to crack every possible Windows passcode in a typical enterprise environment, uh, which is pretty baller, actually. Yeah, it's like, oh, you thought your 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 uh fifteen character password was secure? Nuh-uh.
0: In you know, all honesty, there's so... always going to be something to crack your password. Always.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Well, passwords are like keys. They pretty much only deter people from getting in.
1: Prior to prior to this, the uh, the record uh, for for quickest uh, password hashing it was um, uh, a few years ago. Somebody had gotten up to eighty eight billion guesses per second, or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a computer with four uh, AMD Radeon HD sixty nine ninety graphics cards that could do uh, eighty billion guesses per second. Uh, and this one, I guess, is has the uh, the ability to do a lot more than that. I guess. I think that's Sha One passwords, not NTLM. No, it is NTLM. Oh, it is NTLM, yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's um, so so eighty-eight so,
0: billion to three hundred and fifty billion.
1: Yeah, it's it's four times faster, which is which is nuts. Um, and they, they were using a benchmark. They used another benchmark which was the uh when LinkedIn uh oopsied and, and uh got their uh entire password database stolen. Yeah. Um, they these guys took that uh um password table and uh ran it against or ran this machine against it and it went ridiculously fast. I can't seem to find the time on here, but it was uh yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, it did 63 billion guesses per uh, per second uh, versus the SHA-1 algorithm versus the 15.5 billion that were used uh, by the by the guy who originally got a hold of the database. Uh... And, and using this cluster, they've they've benchmarked it at 180 billion uh, per second uh, versus MD5. So these uh, these algorithms that are are quote unquote secure, which MD5 is not, but it's it still gets used. Uh, the point being is that that these these quote unquote safe or secure algorithms are not really that safe or secure. So uh, hide your shit; they gonna find you. They're yeah, raping everybody. A... So, yeah. That's how that works. Next up, uh, the petition to make a Death Star for the U.S. So, the since... I don't know when when uh, the White House started doing this, but they have a peti- petitions website that you can make your own petitions for. And uh, it's... Um, You just need to get a certain number of of, uh, people to sign in for them to take it seriously, Uh, and somebody decided to throw down uh, a petition on building a Death Star, citing a need for increased space superiority and job creation. Uh, they, As of the time of the writing of this article, it had 13,000 people who had signed it. Um, it needs 25,000 for it to actually be taken into consideration by the government. And as of right now, it has... 29,074 uh, signatures, which means that it, it has achieved it and the government actually now, quote unquote, required to uh, to consider this petition because enough people signed it. Also, you need 150 signatures just for it to be searchable on the site for people to – I don't know who's doing that, who's just searching the uh, White House petition site going, hmm, I wonder if I can find something related to Death Star – but uh, it's been it's been over that threshold for quite a while, and uh, it's made its uh, quota in the deadline allotted. So perhaps we can have a Death Star by the year 2016. Yay! <laughs> hey, it can revitalize NASA. Yeah, which is funny because there's a there's a, a uh, petition to increase NASA's budget. It only has like four thousand votes currently, or four thousand signatures currently. So, <laughs> Death Star is more important than space program. Don't you need the space program for the Death Star? One would think that, but apparently not. Maybe that maybe well, that's balled yeah. into it. Maybe that's just wrapped up into it. So it's like space
2: space giant space station and space program. True. Just tack it on some unrelated farm spending bill. (laughs) Farm subsidies? Yes, yes. No one will veto those things. If they do, they hate Americans because they want America to starve. (laughs) They want the terrorists to win. Exactly. If we get skinny, the terrorists win.
1: You hate America. You love terrorism. All right, next next story. Jamie Thomas, who still has the best name ever, uh, is taking a constitutional argument to the Supreme Court. Um, Oh, man, how long ago was it that, that her case got brought up? It's like ten years or something that Jamie Thomas has been a name in the news uh, but anyways she originally got uh, uh, taken to court by the RIAA for having downloaded 24 mp3s and was uh, deemed to have to pay like uh, two hundred twenty thousand dollars the original thing was like was like millions of dollars and she appealed and got it like dropped down to two twenty thousand dollars and now she has filed a petition uh, to the Supreme court uh, claiming that the the damages uh that she has to pay is excessive and in violation of the due process clause, um, and so she's hoping the Supreme Court will look at it and go, "Oh yeah, that's totally true," uh, and we're gonna um, change the way that, that that this has all been handled. And the the type of, of petition that she's that she sent in it's called a Sir I need Ryder to pronounce this properly, but it's C E R T I O R I A R I. That's lots of vowels they Yeah. Um... That's Anyways, part. basically what this petition is is you're saying, hey, this court is messed up and so I'm going to take this to a higher court so that the higher court can, can require that the lower court bump it up to the Supreme Court so the Supreme Court can then re-evaluate re, uh, the decision and, can, and it can actually blanket change uh, a series of, of, of judgments based on uh, whether or not pres- the precedent used was appropriate appropriate or whatever. So basically they can take the Jamie Thomas case, and if they, if they say, yes, this is excessive uh, and this is in, improper, uh, that basically goes out to other uh, relevant cases and, and basically says the same thing about those. So like every case the RIA has brought into court in the last decade or so, uh, it'll be uh, not countermanded, but they'll have to reevaluate the judgments on those at the lower court level based on whatever the Supreme Court says. Which is pretty cool, and it, it basically, if if this goes through, um, it's it, it, or if this works the way that Jamie Thomas uh, is hoping that it will, it means that the um, that these uh, uh, there's other groups like the Copyright Enforcement Group and the U.S. Copyright Group who have been doing the same kind of. Uh, uh, strategy as the RIAA, and in that they go out and they say, "Hey, ten thousand people, we are pretty sure that you downloaded some stuff, so pay us money, and we won't take you to court," kind of thing. Yeah, and it's basically they're basically hoping that 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 type of of strategy, of court strategy, will be made uh, not legal, which is a good thing i I think I mean it is a good thing, but hopefully that i hopefully I'm in, interpreting this right and that's what it is that's that's actually going on here um so yeah Jamie Thomas in the news again Woo! Woo! that chick should write a book word jammed by the r i w a by Jamie Thomas this book is jammy you
2: guys
1: it's jamming. no <laughs> All right, back on to the White House petitions front. Uh, some guy uh, was reading about, has been paying attention to all of these different APIs that have been getting uber-fucked over the last uh, uh, six months or so. Yeah. Um, like Twitter being crazy with their API and, and Facebook shutting down the uh, facial recognition API from Face.com and uh like Google charging for Google Map their Google Maps API if you use a certain number of uh, um, calls to the API and that sort of thing and so uh, being worried about that I guess the guy must be a Flickr developer or something and was worried that the that Yahoo was going to uh, shut down Flickr's API or change it for the worse uh, has put up a petition on uh, the White House's petition website to make the Flickr API into a national land. Landmark and National Historic Landmark, meaning that uh, Yahoo would not be able to do anything to the uh, the API uh, arbitrarily
2: anymore.
0: This is completely retarded.
2: Yes, yes, it is. I mean, is. I would see how it makes sense with Twitter, even though Twitter is like kind of lamely retarded right now. But like, like pretty much everyone across the country is like. Tweeting it up, like from famous footballers, so like the Daria esque high school student. Like, I can see that being a national landmark because it's kind of like the twenty first century telegraph phone or something. But Flickr, really?
1: Right. Well, and you know, it, it it would. I don't want to say that this is. I don't want to validate this at all, but I mean, if you're gonna choose an API to go with, why wouldn't you choose something like this? Is the first API that was written for a modern web page, or you know, yeah. like Twitter's Twitter's API was the first one to use OAuth, so why not go with that one? Ooh, OAuth, it's so famous or whatever. But I don't think that anybody should be should be making any API or website a historic landmark because it's just dumb. Um, but, yeah. just, uh, this is it's so stupid. I mean, if you think about it, API basically is its designed to be uh, um, it's an abstraction layer between the actual code and and third-party developers. It's a privilege. You know, it's something right. that's there for the convenience of people who want to develop against your product. They don't have to have it there. So, you know, why do they have why? Why, why, why? why? This is dumb. I. Oh my god.
2: Oh yeah. Now that you say it like that, it sounds like a very bad Precedent. Yeah.
1: It's like saying it, it well basically what 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 you're saying is is hey, we don't like how this company is doing doing things with their products. So we want the government to step okay. in yeah. and do stuff to, to, you know, countervene whatever it is that this company, which is a, its own entity and able to make its own decisions, we want the government to step in and, and, and say, you can't do that because we don't like it. Instead of, you know, investing in the company and making, you know, your vote count by being a shareholder or something like that, you know, which is the proper way to do it. Right. By the way, the petition website, uh, this already has 53 signatures as of uh, the time of recording, um, and it's only been out for like a day, which is... dumb i wish there
0: was a way to sign against the petitions
1: i wish there was a way to find out who those people wait there is down further it says who these people are so there's a whole list of everybody and and uh that's that signed this and now we can unfortunately it's only first names and last initial so you can't like completely call them out but there's the 15 uh 53 morons that uh need to be shamed publicly because this is a (laughs) dumb idea I wonder how many of these people actually really care about this and how many of them just signed it for the sake of signing it.
0: It's going to go with option B on that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: I really hope so. Otherwise, that's a lot of dumb people. <laughs> but th- this is America. So, I mean, America. <laughs> Okey dokey. So, uh, dumbass Apple news. Australian what? police describe uh, you. Never mind. <laughs> Of Apple Maps app after rescues, Uh, so six motorists uh, were had been I think, and they were completely independent of each other. It's not like they were all traveling in a big group. Um, Got lost in the Murray Sunset National Park, and uh, they were all on their way to a town called Mildura. Mildura is 70 kilometers away, and these people were all lost as shit in the middle of this national park. Some of them for upwards of 24 hours without food or water um, because they all followed their iPhones, their the Apple Maps directions, and got lost as shit because Apple Maps told them to go right into the, the dead center of the national forest or the, this national park uh, where uh, Mildura is not. <laughs> Um the Apple the Apple uh map app is so bad that that uh um a few months ago they publicly announced that you should not use their app uh as a primary method of figuring out directions you should use something else um which is a checkmark in the in the bad move box uh but then um after this whole debacle with these people getting lost in the, in the national park, uh, Tim Cook came out and publicly apologized for the software being so bad and promising improvements um, on top of the iOS software chief uh, getting fired and uh, the guy specifically in charge of the map app. Being fired. Basically, anybody that had anything that had uh, any kind of uh, name attached to this uh, this product got fired over this whole situation. Jess just handed me her iPhone, um, and uh, it's apparently an an app got pushed by uh, by Google. Oh, it's not it's not an actual app. It's it's basically just a shortcut to uh, Google Maps. Oh, and there's a, the, the Google Maps is is actually back on the iPhone
2: now. Yeah, See? yeah. Twitter is slow to with that shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, but that just randomly showed up on my phone. Right. To... So, so yeah. So what Jess
1: is saying is that this this uh this thing. I don't know if I can get it to show up here. That's pretty... okay. Oh, the, there you go. The the G here that says Smilman or whatever. What? So that, it's S-M-I-L-L-M-A-N that just popped up uh, completely un unannounced or, or whatever it just showed up on our phone and it's basically just a link to the uh, uh, mobile Google Maps page through Safari or whatever so you, you just click on that and it goes and uses Google Maps and that's uh, <laughs> I guess that's, that's uh, Apple's uh, way of saying that their map app suck so way to go Apple way to be on the ball
2: does it really suck? Does Apple Maps really suck? Oh, it's like, That's what the it's internet says. Yeah, it's. Like, I'm it's just wondering, has anyone tried it in real life? I suppose yeah. it really does suck. Yeah. Well. Well. First of all,
1: um, when, when I had an iPhone, uh. The the main problem that that the uh, Apple Map app had was that it no longer did uh, mass transit. So if I wanted to figure out how to get anywhere, I couldn't do it oh. from my phone unless I installed something to do it. And then uh, there they uh, apparently the directions were gen were in general wildly inaccurate and not very efficient. And it's like it was like it was like uh, what. Uh, Garmin GPSs used to be like like 15 years ago, where it was like the you turn it on, you get your directions, and it, and it gives you a big warning that says, "Hey, this may not be all that accurate, so you might want to double check all of these directions against an actual atlas." <laughs> except for except for Google or uh, uh, Apple Maps didn't doesn't tell you that it just says, "Oh yeah, this is totally the way you get to wherever you're going." You totally have to get on a boat and drive out to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and then uh, scuba dive down. 30 meters, and you'll be there. <laughs> We're not talking about Atlantis. We're talking about uh, Atlanta, Georgia.
2: <laughs> Yay, Android. Yeah, I've
1: been uh, using an Android phone for about, what, two days, three days now uh, that I got from Chuck, and uh, I totally heart it big time.
2: Did you break your iPhone or something?
1: Yeah, it... it it uh it fell
2: very violently on the ground and uh shattered if you I'll want to see, see pictures it of it ground. i could I, I saw pictures it looks like uh what happened when johnny dressed up as a uh, tequila mexican for um, um halloween and proceed to consume three liter, or no, three-fifths of tequila. Jeebus. And so you're saying like, that,
1: that after three three liters of, of tequila, you'll look like a broken iPhone?
2: Um, no, but his uh, Galaxy S3 is totally fucked. Ah,
0: my favorite thing about having a, a phone that took SIM cards when I was in college was whenever I went out, I ripped the SIM card out of my smartphone and put it into a pile of crap flip phone. Yeah, like for exactly that reason, because I never wanted to shatter the thing. Totally. Damn CDMA.
2: Agree. SIM cards. They should. Everywhere else in the world that does CDMA does. I know, right? That's bullshit. Fucking, I want a phone from China or Japan, not like this shit Verizon peddles us. Or, you know, just be able to pick up a phone regardless off of eBay. Oh, yeah, regardless of like subsidy locks and pricing and vicious software. Yeah. Let's put Brew on the phone. Ooh, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This week, epic
1: fail. Oh. California accidentally posts 14,000 social security numbers on their website. <laughs> uh, the California Medical Medicaid uh, Health Assistance Program... Uh, accidentally pu- published fourteen thousand individual uh, SSNs on their website. Uh, this also included names, care information, and home addresses. So wow. not just not just their socials, not just their socials. Because I mean, that could be you know you got to put some effort into using those because you got to figure out the names that they're associated to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but no, you, you, they took all the work out of it. You get your social and your name and the home address basically. Uh, bunch of crap that you can use to uh, uh, fraudulently use somebody's identity. It's like, oh, well, I have the social, and here, here's my name, and oh, if you need some other information, here's my home address. It's like, oh, well, clearly you're who you say you are, because you have all of that information. What I personally find the funniest about... Oh, uh, the the funniest part about this specifically is that the, the information was available from their website for nine days. Nine days before they caught on that that happened. Whoopsie! Yeah, and uh, so California law uh, uh, obligates state agencies to notify people when there's a, a leak like this, and if there's over 500 people that are impacted, then they uh, have to notify the state attorney general, and they have to require they're required to provide uh, credit watching services for those people for their for their credit score, so that to make sure that they aren't uh, being identity frauded. But uh, the, fu- the, the funny part about, about all of this is this is not the first time that this, that this has happened in the last year. Uh, apparently, the Department of Social Ser- Services accidentally uh, exposed over 750,000 people's uh, information through their website. And then uh, last year, uh, the IHSS, which I guess is the same... Is it the same people? I don't know. It's another de- another state agency leaked 2,400 people's personal information. So, uh, way to go, California. You guys suck. GG, noobs. Let's all point and laugh at Charlie
2: now. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was paying attention, and then I got distracted. Uh, yeah, it usually happens. Yeah, but... Look how far I've come. I've sold myself out to a soulless entity. But I get free rent starting this month, so What Yay! free rent? Yes. Nice. Yeah, the school has basically the school has a house that's set up for events and shit like that. And uh the kid that was living there screwed up and let a bunch of booze Presidential booze that was bought on President accounts get uh distributed to potentially minors, so <laughs> oh, I need your parties what she's not supposed to do, so that doesn't sound like college at all. good thing I have other places to hold parties at, so and steal booze from <laughs> well, yeah, and steal booze from. <laughs>
1: I think that uh, that's a good indicator that that is the rumpus.
0: Okay. Newspaper this these words are true.
1: That's not really true.
0: You
2: You're two weeks overdue on this
1: book.